You're listening to The Ringer MBA Show, and I'm Juliette Littman. You can also find me and all of my colleagues on several other podcasts. We've got The Ringer NFL Show with people like Robert Mays and Kevin Clark. We got The Watch with Chris Ryan and Andy Greenwald. We have The Ringer MLB Show with people like Michael Bauman and Mallory Rubin. Of course, we've got The BS Pod. We've got Shack House, and we've got Channel 33. We've got pods on pods on pods. Uh, Check them out. I think you're going to like them. I'm Juliette Littman. I'm managing editor of The Ringer, a new website coming next week. I'm so pumped, Juliette. That's Tate Frazier. You're a Trayvon free. I am. Um, Tate works on The Ringer. Trayvon works on Any Given Wednesday coming June 22nd. Can't wait. So excited There's so much happening. (laughs) And yet, we need to talk about last night's game between the Thunder and the Warriors. What a game. What a game. So Trayvon, I'm so happy to have you here because you said the Thunder would win in six. I did. And that was not a popular opinion. It was not. I got so much shit. Like, the amount of shit I got for not being on the Steph Curry bandwagon was amazing. And now that I'm so... I was so happy that... The Thunder got it to three one, and yeah. I was I would have been happy to be wrong, and they won in five. Mm-hmm. But now I'm even more <laughs> happy that it can land nice. exactly where I wanted it to land yeah. on six. But yeah, people gave me a lot of shit for that. I was very surprised. They really did. And so you were on the BS Pod um, like, like two weeks ago or so, and the thing that you and Bill called out was that the Thunder are going to have this great rebounding advantage. Oh yeah. And that has been completely borne out, right, Tate? Yes, completely borne out. Until last night. Until yeah. last night. Last night, they got a rebound. And yep. it was like... <laughs> First time in the series. Yeah, and look what happens. I mean, the Thunder are so good at taking the uh, Warriors out of the game from mm-hmm. the inside, and you see immediately in this elimination game, Steven Adams gets two fouls in, like, the first two minutes. Yeah, yeah. by the 9.34 mark in the first quarter, he had two fouls. Like, it's basically, and a certain <laughs> someone who's sitting at this table with me was like, classic NBA. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> it, it felt so, It couldn't have been more obvious. It yeah. was like, oh, they don't want the Warriors to go home. They yeah. want this to keep going. And they made sh- like, that six minutes was so crucial yeah. that, that he wasn't in the game. It was just enough for them to do all the things they needed to do to get that edge over the Thunder and keep that going. Like they, I think they, the fouls ended up being twenty six to, to eighteen or something. But there were, it's close. But there were such crucial fouls and crucial moments, like Maurice Spates getting a charge from okay. Kevin Durant. Like, Best charge I've ever seen. Let's, talk about, <laughs> I, let's just hit it for one second. I need to take a, like a temperature check with Tate right now. Yeah. Tate's from North Carolina and just rides for Steph. <laughs> I do. Like, I, I ride for all North Carolina basketball players. Like from the UNC and also like from, from the state of. From Carolina. Okay, sure. Blanket statement, just Carolina basketball players. If you have players. a connection to Carolina, Tate's with you. Yeah, even Russell Westbrook does. Thanks, Michael Jordan. Good for you. <laughs> Good for you, Michael Jordan. So, you picked the right guy. So you got Russ and Steph in your, in your pocket? <laughs> Whatever way it goes, yeah. I'm fine. You can't lose. Yeah, no, you I'm can't all right. Lose. What's your analysis of the Steph no show this this series? Well, I would think you call it a no show? I I would call it just a mental hurdle that he has not been able to cross yet. <laughs> and I and I think that was a big thing we were talking about, like pounding his chest before we got on the podcast. We were talking about Steph. Juliet was saying that Steph was pounding his chest and all that stuff. And last it was night, last night, in the, yeah. in the while the game's quarter, still going on, we're not going home. You know, in quotations, even though like you're playing at home right, right. now, you got a long yeah. ways to right. go. You're home, buddy. Yeah, yeah, you're right. home. Uh, so I think that was like a mental thing that he just wanted to like let everybody know that he's like confident feeling it feeling himself feeling back but i think the big guy last night was bogut bogut was yes. huge oh my god was he 15 and 14 yeah. yeah that was such a difference maker to me that was like the biggest the him and uh i think it was 
Bogut, the lack of play from Deion Waiters. Yeah. Which was abysmal. He was just gone. Dion had, there was like one play last night where it was like, it was like March Dion, not May Dion, where he just. I love March Dion. I <laughs> yeah. love March Dion. <laughs> where he, like, Dion has like somehow emerged as like an incredible playmaker for the Thunder, which is truly shocking. Right. And yes. like, I think that you could call him in this series a playmaker, right? Yeah. yeah. And last night he was definitely Minus not. 18 last night. Yeah. Dion was the, took a big L last night, but proud of him otherwise. You can't have Anthony Morrow making a three on the same night that. That Dion Waiters is playmaking, if, I guess. If Dion Waiters shows up even a little bit and yeah. you get those 10 points from Murray, it's a different ballgame. Right. Yeah. But you get 15 points from Bogut, you get 14 points from State from Spates, and then you lose what you got from Ibaka the last couple right. games. It it makes up for that little difference in a 10-point game, 9-point yeah. game. Yeah. Spread was 11, so... Good, good job, Vegas. You called that one. <laughs> they nailed it. Yeah. So uh, let's get back to Steph because he's like probably the biggest star of the series, even though there's also Russ and KD. Yeah. Russ just laughed in the background when you said that. That he was <laughs> <laughs> the biggest star. Yeah. I mean, he is right. Yeah. No, he's uh he's obviously on a huge platform right now. I think. We, you and Chris uh, called this out a lot. Like the Warriors are gonna gonna kind of catch up with themselves at a certain point, and it feels like they're at this equilibrium where they're either gonna go downhill and have this decline, or they're gonna overcome all this, and it's gonna be something that we talked about for a long time. Like Kobe calling Draymond, you know, mm-hmm. and Draymond being like, you know, Kobe's seen the bad and the good. I was like, well, you're setting up for maybe some bad that you're about Seriously? to see. Like, right. you know, it was like some foreshadowing there. Um, I so- think. Yeah. One of the biggest shocks this se- this series has been, and not really a shock, but like just a real revelation, has been how important the Draymond staff symbiosis is. Like yeah. it, it's always been obvious, like that's such a big part of their game. Right. But Draymond looking mortal is something we haven't seen in a while. Did you see him kick Robertson in the face? Yeah. <laughs> like, why are his feet always in the air? He's been doing that since is Michigan he, State. It's not he, a new thing. Is he a, it's fucking, awesome. is he a rocket? <laughs> Like, he it, might be. He's trying he, out for another career. He was he was literally going toward the ground, and for some reason, his foot blade kicks. Like, why? What's what's with that leg? I don't know. It's like he can't keep it under control. I love it. <laughs> he he played better last night, but he wasn't like his usual Draymond self. Yeah, it was it was. He played better on I think on paper he played better, but if you watch the actual gameplay, it was very spread out. He didn't seem like a factor in the game early yeah. on, and then he kind of came on late. He got 13 rebounds, I think, but it didn't feel like he had this great game it didn't feel like he was one of the stars or standouts of the game even though he made a big difference yeah and it seemed like he wasn't going to make a difference at he, first. he should be there to set the tone like of every game like th- that's what they need him to do that's what steph needs him to do he hasn't done it in one game in the series yet and last night it was bogut that did it bogut yeah. was the big force last night it was a right. big win for australia <laughs> <laughs> new zealand went down last night <laughs> that is true yeah. like the battle of oceana oh i know it's like australia one of my favorite rising. back and forth steven think- adams is so tough though it's unbelievable Apparently he has like two testicle contusions right now. He does. That's what I. That's what I heard. And he has seventeen siblings. He's the youngest one. People are like, "How can Draymond not get in his head?" If I had seventeen siblings that were yeah. mean to me my whole life, I don't think Draymond saying mean things to me. And he looks like a you. robot. So like, there's no way. Yes. You can. I don't think you can get into his head because he just seems like nothing. He. He looks like the kind of guy you give him a, a, a task, yeah. and that's all he knows. Yeah, he's like singularly focused. Like, just I love destroy. That guy. Yeah. Like, go, Adam, go destroy. Okay, I will destroy. <laughs> Kick me in the balls. I'll get up. I'll continue to destroy. <laughs> yes. Like, that's all Seriously. he does. If Absolutely. you had 17 siblings, would you be able to name them all in one breath? Like, could you do that? Is that possible? No, I don't even have 17 friends I think I can name <laughs> in one breath. At that point, like around 10, I think you stop knowing who they are. Like, <laughs> yeah. you're just like, I think that's my brother. Right. I don't, I don't know. Like... 
we we had the same yeah, bedroom. There, there's a thirty <laughs> year gap between house. us. Right. There is yeah. also five different moms, so some of them are closer in yeah. age. You know, yeah. So it's not like they all like were in succession how necessarily. Can you, you can't be. How can you be that close to seventeen siblings? You can't. Like be. You just, it's like, not possible. You're like close to two, maybe, in the rest of them are just kind of like really close friends. <laughs> oh, it's yeah. very clicky. Like, right. Even when you get to like five, you can't be equally close. With I all can four barely of your text my friends on a regular basis, yeah. let alone seventeen yes. siblings. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's like it's very very difficult. That's you know he's overcoming odds all the time, I guess. But apparently, if you have these testicular contusions, you're not supposed to. You can't even walk normally, and he has them, and he's still playing. That's insane. That's crazy. He's yeah. so tough. I, don't know I what, love that. Guy. I don't know what they eat in New Zealand, but good god. There's just been such a turn in the thunder. Like last night, you saw Abaka on the bench. Russ didn't have a great first quarter on the bench. Like Abaka had his arm around Russ, like pulled him tight. And he was like giving him a pep talk. Yeah. And those two bicker on the court all the time. Right. Yeah. They obviously have like a very close and complicated relationship and it's just yes. like a totally different Thunder team like even from the Dallas series until now it's like watching a different group of guys It's like not along, how they play but how they get along yeah. yeah it's like along the way they've been figuring out that they can do this because when you look at the play over the course of the season you would have never thought this would have happened Yeah, like the way they played it just didn't make sense totally. but now like every series they've kind of come closer and closer to figuring out oh like we can actually do this if we just jail properly and we do yeah. what we have to do and get a couple of the bench guys to come along. Like it's those little because this game, the, the series has been so tight statistically. Yeah, it's been the the play of li- of the the bench players and like little guys who you didn't get that much from. Yeah. to make that difference. That's a really good point. That's been tight statistically because except for game four, I guess I guess games one and three really like um they have been so tight and so mm-hmm. trying to figure out like exactly how the Thunder is winning is actually kind of like more interesting than yeah. other tight series. Because on paper they look almost yeah. identical. There's yeah. like it, one of the things I found surprising is the the Thunder have been out shooting them from three. Right. Like over the course of this, which it's doesn't Steph's make, been so cold. Yeah, like Steph was three for nine or something or three for eight yesterday yeah. and uh, Clay yeah. was two for nine and you just when you watch the game though I felt like Clay was making everything he shot, but it was mostly uh in the, yeah, a lot of twos. It was the first game that they had more points in the paint. It was forty five thirty one for the Warriors had points in the paint. It's the first time they've actually led in that statistic in the whole series, which I think is huge. Steph made one bounce pass when they were on the break. It was Clay and Steph and Clay kicked out the Steph and Steph made that quick bounce pass and t- and Clay had the layup, and I was like, "That's the first time I've seen them not settle for a three, which is a weird thing. It's like almost the Thunder want to stretch them out behind the three point right. line and say, "Try to beat us by shooting," you know. And, and they figured out like we kind of can't do that. Yeah, these guys are seven feet tall. It's hard to shoot over someone right. that's seven feet tall, six eleven, and moves their feet that well. It's just tough. It's seriously. Uh, it seems like Staff is passing up shots he usually loves to take. Yeah. So, do you think he is injured? Do you think he's spooked? Like, why? Does, what? It's just defend Staff to me and why he's doing that. I think that the Thunder have done a great job of making teams play isolation basketball they made the Spurs play to iso ball that's why they look so terrible it was like Kawhi is terrible off the dribble oh wait that's because they passed the ball around and like that's not how they play (laughs) and Steph's doing the same thing like he gets around these screens and it's one-on-one with Adams and he's dribbling there and he's like trying to get a good shot rather than running the offense and I think they just have to get out of their own heads I think it's a real mental thing and I think Russ is completely in control of that I think him laughing at that press conference last night is a, <laughs> is a sure tell sign that he's not worried and, I don't he, think so and he's all. fine you know they, they have the mental advantage right now which is weird for a team that's not the defending champion I think they would already have won this series just based off the fact that if they would be better at defending the basket when mm. they're spreading the court out it seems like every other play someone was 
going past one of the Thunder players and there was nobody at the basket to right. defend. And it was like, if you're playing this switching offense that you guys are using to defend the shooters, somebody has to be getting back to the basket. Like, nobody's watching man and ball. Everybody's facing up with their man. Yeah. And then when somebody gets beat behind right. you, there's no one there to help. No team defense. And they were getting burned so many times on those plays. And they it, really were. It felt like I was watching a high school team because I'm yelling at my screen like, man and ball. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Man and there's ball. There's no peripheral vision. Yeah, like yeah. Somebody <laughs> should be there helping. Yeah. Every uh, Robertson dunk must just really hurt the, the Warriors. Just, like, crush their soul just a little bit. I'm, that, I'm kind of proud of Robertson, though. Totally. Like, he's they, like a great guy. And they just turned this whole series of like, let this guy beat us. And he was like, you know what? Screw I that. Will. I, will right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. I was proud of him. Uh, yeah, he's done well. Yesterday, I, not so great. But yeah, other, other who are you rooting great. for, Tate? Uh, I mean, I'm rooting for the Warriors just because Steph, Harrison Barnes, James Michael McAdoo. Right, you got to ride with your guys. Yeah, I'm riding with all them. Harrison has had a horrific series. I really, really feel bad for him. Uh, but he was plus 12 yesterday. Uh, he only played 25 minutes. They don't know how to use him in like the second half. They just have obviously have no confidence in him. They do not trust him. Because he just doesn't get the ball in the fourth quarter. No, no, not at all. Not do you think Barnes all. is going to get max money? I, I honestly feel like... If they lose this series, which they are, uh, <laughs> do you Barnes, think they can win in seven? Let's say they lose t- tomorrow or Sunday, whatever it is. If the Thunder don't win tomorrow, they will lose the series. So the Thunder have to win Game the Six Thunder to get have to the finals. To win, because if you look at the way they officiated last night, there's no way yeah. the NBA wants the Staff Thunder to, to lose beat at home. the Warriors yeah. at home. There's no way they want that. Yeah. Like so, and they want that Warriors. Cavaliers rematch so but back to speak to Harrison Barnes I think if they lose that he's leaving so you think I, yeah oh definitely so like even if they win the championship I think he leaves I yeah, just don't I mean, think he stays yeah it doesn't why it doesn't seem want, like the best fit for him why would he want to stay he's he's good yeah and, and he doesn't get to touch the ball in the fourth quarter it doesn't even play doesn't, sometimes yeah, in it the doesn't fourth make quarter. Sense. Very, we talked about Ibaka being disengaged like heading into game four against the Spurs it was like Ibaka seems like he's not a part of the offense or whatever like Harrison is so disengaged yeah. in the game that when he does get a shot it just seems like oh wow I finally got a shot and then he doesn't make it it's just like the confidence yeah. just continues right. to decrease it's it's tough it's also funny that he um, is disengaged because I love Clay Thompson, like just love him. Claytheism. I'm, I'm yeah. But he's obviously a weirdo. Like he yeah. talks to himself on the court, not like in like a, like a way to like show off like Steph, but like because like he needs to do that for himself. He and, seems so awkward to me. Like yes. I, I really don't like his face. You don't. Like it, it, he has this face that's always with the same expression, and he's got this like. With his goatee thing going yeah. on, and even when he does something great or goes on a tear, his expression never changes, and that's so weird. He's to like me. a robot. Yeah, yeah, and when you see pictures of him, <laughs> like someone tweeted a picture of him with two girls, like at a pool, yeah, he had the exact like, same <laughs> face. He's confused why there's no basketball going yeah, around. He's like, like I don't really. Does get your expression this. ever change? It just looks so weird to me. He's really into his uh, bulldog. That's like his favorite thing in the world. It's not surprising. Thank you for that insight. Um, speaking, oh, I was going to say that like Clay and Harrison Barnes both come off aloof on the court, mm-hmm. but I think that Clay is weird and Barnes is detached. It's like a different yeah, kind of aloofness. I agree with that. Um, yeah. Just on the topic of like players that I'm into, I like Kevin Durant, but I love Kevin Durant and these new KD nines and Gray. Yeah. For some the, reason, like are, I'm just like really, really into Durant and his KD nines. Those are the first pair of KDs. I've ever liked. Yeah. They're like and amazing. That's, that's coming from someone who owns over 200 pair of shoes. Yeah. They're like, I, I've never seen a pair of KDs where I was like, I want those until I saw those gray KD nines. And I was like, 
I need those. Honestly, that's when I thought they were going to win the series. Those shoes came out, and, I, and then I saw Russell's Jordan commercial, and I was like, oh, man, Nike is just taking down Under Armour. Like, this is the series to do it. Can we get back to KD? Because yes. I just, like, I wasn't done talking about how much I feel his value is, has risen with his sneakers. Like, I'm just like, wow. Like, it like, made me, like, do, like, a double take, and I'm, like, distracted, like, looking at him, because I just think they look so great, and he They're, looks so great in them. I don't know. I mean, I he just, had 40 so, last night. Yeah, yeah. I mean, magical. I, like, I'm just really into this Kevin Durant of this series. Like, I just feel like I think that KD went through like a dark period, like a dark KD where like, I don't know, everything from like breaking up with his fiance through like kind of. Oh, I didn't know about that. Oh, yeah. He was engaged to Monica Wright of the Minnesota Lynx and they had a breakup. I don't know why. And then I just feel like he was, you know, he was injured. I feel like he was like at sea a little bit, but I just feel like we're getting fun KD back in the NBA right now. His mom's on TV all the time. time. Apparently Wanda and Steve Carr had a very nice handshake last night. (laughs) Good. I like Wanda. That's good. That's diplomatic relations. That's what the real MVP should be doing. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. exactly. Um, We should talk about Toronto and Cleveland just for a second. Sure. What a boring series. Seriously. God, I don't even want to watch. So let's just like get it. So going to the casino, it's a non-story, right? right? Like who cares? Yeah. Um, I'm really into, I did a deep dive on uh, DeMar DeRozan's fiance. She seems wonderful. Just Great. want to throw that out there. I love DeRozan. That's the other thing. Like, Do I, you? I, I feel like I would like this series a lot more, but Jonas being hurt really hurt like the Jonas. funniest. Yeah, Jonas, Jonas, whatever. Jonas, <laughs> Jonas. Uh, both of them, I, like, I wanted him to play a lot more in the series. Uh, the Cavs are like set up to go to the finals. It's not even fun. Yeah, because we, we all know what's going to inevitably yeah, happen. Yeah, exactly. it's, it's not great. Also, like it's just LeBron's dominance is incredible to like behold, but like I just don't enjoy watching the Cavs it's, that much. It's kind of crazy how we've gotten so complacent with LeBron being the dominant guy that we don't even like pay Six straight anymore. finals. He's incredible. No one's right. ever done that yeah. before. Right? It's yeah, like we've yeah, become exactly. bored by his dominance and we're like, but Steph Curry, look at this. He also has... Ch- changed his game basically like every for every part of his career like the, even right now the game he's playing is different than last year we were looking in at the ringer yesterday we were looking at some of his stats and like his in the like short range jumpers percentages are like literally out of control like it's yeah. beyond historic like, that no, shooting chart from a couple games ago yeah. his short range he he's had, like 90 percent green feet, in the, yeah. yeah and then one red circle outside of the three-point line i would guard him like rondo i would literally sit in the paint and be like shoot threes yeah. they don't have this they don't have the team to do that though i know that's what that's, i'm saying if you're kevin durant like that's how i guard i don't let him ever drive by me that's why the thunder have a really good shot against yeah. the Cavs, right yeah because, like just kind of going back to where we started they, right. That has been part of their entire playoff run, which just bodes well if they end up playing the Cavs. And, and they have the right type of guys that when they play this offense or this defense where they are switching everything and letting people play and they play back, let the guys spread the court on their yeah. offense, it works well for them because they rebound well. And against the Cavaliers, if you don't, you don't really have Kevin Love down there yeah. and Kyrie can show up or not show up one day, and it's those games that get away from you where you end up wondering how you lost the championship right. again. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think the Warriors... I mean, I'm like a little worried about the Thunder losing game six. Yeah. I'm actually quite worried about it. I really, really want them to go to the finals. Um, do you think the Warriors... Like, there's just no way the Cavs beat them? Or you think that's a tighter series? Like, what do you think? I think it's a better series than it was last yeah, year. Yeah, I think oh, it goes... I mean, for I think sure. It, I think it goes seven, but I think, I think at the end of the day, Kyrie Irving's guarding Stephen Curry. And right. if you if That's you're LeBron James 
and you lose two years in a row to the same team. That sucks. That's I'm not if I'm LeBron James, I'm not playing basketball next year and I'm going to film a movie. It's called Space Jam <laughs> 2. <laughs> There's no that way I'm coming perfect. back. Or go play ba- go play baseball yeah. for a season yeah. and well, come LeBron, back and reevaluate. What LeBron should do is play football for a season. Like yeah. just try it out. He Browns. always he loves football. He always is he into does. it. He like talks about how he like, you know, he it's like his other favorite sport. He's I don't just think do he just do it. He wants the CTE, man. I know. He'd get and hurt. They'd be going after him, oh, on, like specifically for being LeBron James, yeah. thinking you can come play our game. They take it very personal. And then, Do, would they? Because I, I feel they like would. I, I guess like football players wouldn't want to be showed up by like yeah. a, a basketball he's, player. He's gonna come in here and think you're gonna yeah. be a receiver and just score touchdowns on us. Fuck you. We'll take your legs out. You're yeah, done. for sure. Josh Norman's going at him. No doubt <laughs> what, about what it. What team is he on now? Redskins. Oh, interesting. The Washington, yeah, the Washington professional football team. Thank you for your yeah. correction. <laughs> Correct, yeah. I like that. I like. I do too. Um, I'm just. I've been doing some. Uh, my favorite thing is NBA summer. Like I love seeing what these dudes yeah, can do. Yeah, season. Update? Sure. What's so top story this week: French Riviera. The Boshes and the Wades are on vacation. <laughs> do you guys follow uh, Dwayne Wade on Snapchat? No, I got to get better at Snapchat. I'm only I only follow NBA players. Number one's Evan Turner. I've talked about it a lot yes. on podcasts. He's so <laughs> funny and like just so extra. It's, I highly recommend <laughs> it. Um, but so Dwayne Wade and Gabrielle Union are probably like top three couple in the NBA. If I, right. In my opinion, I do and, see them a lot. Power yeah. couple. They're great. Beyonce, Jay Z of the NBA. They kind of are. They yeah. they kind of are. It's amazing. So they're on vacation with the Boshes. Adrian brought Bosch, another great wag. So Wade like showed off all of his luggage and his stylist packed packed for him and like packed him outfits like in um the equivalent of like ziploc bags where they're actually like you know for clothes everything goes together yeah, yeah. and it was like it was pretty amazing i was like wow yeah. this is he doesn't have to make like any decisions and like even when he's on vacation every outfit is pre-planned i just can't imagine living I like love that. that that'd be so great packing is horrible, only be- packing only is horrible. i hate packing and you know he has really nice, expensive clothing, yeah. and everything's gonna be awesome. So you don't have to even think about it. You're just like, I'll take. It's like when you, when your wife or someone prepares your dinner, yeah. and you go in the fridge, and all the bowls are there labeled, and you know, put this and that, this and that, and you just, yeah. you go about your day. It's it's ridiculous. No stress. Um, <laughs> also in Europe, this is not as much of a powerful duo, but um, Reggie Jackson and Paul George. So I mentioned this on our Ringer Slack, and no one responded. So now you guys have to engage me in this conversation. <laughs> I'm here. I saw a picture of Paul George. He's like at the beach in Greece. And he's wearing a throwback Pacers jersey, but it's a Paul George jersey. He's on vacation wearing, wearing his, his own jersey, jersey but oh, as a throwback. Like, does, is there any precedent for that? Do people do that? I feel like that's a faux pas, man. You can't wear your own jersey. It's really weird. Yeah. In Did it, public? He also is wearing a matching Pacers hat. Do a snapback. Do you think it was because he suspected that people would see him and Reggie Jackson together and would think that there was some sort of collusion at like a free agency link up? So he was like, I'm just going to wear my Pacers jersey. <laughs> like, let everybody know where my loyalties lie. Like that, I you mean, know. maybe. I, it's That's just the only thing I would let him be, get away with. I mean, wearing your jersey is whack. That That's, feels so weird because now it feels like you're just begging for attention. It's also yeah. just like a fake throwback is whack. Yeah, like that's not cool. Like it it was, if it was, I don't know, any other anything. It's just I was really was it twenty four. It was PG thirteen. Okay, okay. So when you said throwback, I thought he was wearing like his old twenty four jersey, and I was like, man, that guy's like having a real tough crisis. It was like a nineties Pacers jersey. Okay, Okay. and it wasn't Chris Mullen. No, it's I'm pretty sure it was thirteen. That's, that's his, terrible. That's yeah. his number. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, in case you guys didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, no. I wish it was a Re- if it was a Reggie Miller thirty one. Right. Like, oh, that's great. That's cool. Yeah, like right? he's supporting the cause. But no, no. Can't wear your own jersey, dog. Yeah. I know. Especially on vacation. Yeah. It was it was really bad. It was yeah. really really bad. I wonder like what it takes. I was thinking about this with the Heat 
um, and Dwayne Wade. Like, at what point did he decide he was going on vacation? Like, who plans that? And, like, what's the turnaround? Like, does Dwayne Wade just, like, snap his fingers and he's off to the French Riviera? Like, what kind of planning goes into that for an NBA player? Because you don't know when your season's over, if you're lucky. That's true. I, I wonder if because those guys have so much money, like, I'm always worried about the last minute expenses. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, just like, yeah. I don't give a shit. Well, if they we, fly private. We right, can be sure of that. If we lose game six tonight, I'll be in France tomorrow. <laughs> like, it doesn't matter what the cause or what I have to do. He, he I feel seemed, like yeah. they get hooked up. I think they get hooked up a lot when it comes sure. to, oh, Dwayne Wade and Chris are coming to the hotel or yeah. coming to town. Like, we got you. The suites are ready. Yeah, because they want to spread that word around the NBA. They're yeah. like, these are the guys we need to get in with. Yeah, seriously. I mean, I guess it's like good marketing to get someone that famous. I love to that come they to vacation your... together. Like, I never thought of the Wades and the Boshes. Just, just couples vacationing as a whole. Like, I... It just seems like such a crazy thing. I know. I didn't see any kids present, and between them, they have like six kids. Maybe. But I, yeah. I, think I wonder six. if it's because you you're kind of celebrities so it's different because like you're not with your friends you're with Gabrielle Union yeah. and yeah. Dwayne Wade yeah seriously. it's just like a different level of hangout yeah I love her she looks so beautiful um all right so if the Thunder don't win game six we all think the Warriors are taking game seven I think so I think really it would upsetting. be one of the best games or I don't even know how or do you think if the if it goes to seven it's the tough rev- to be the Thunder three times in a row. Like, I think if it goes hard is a tough. It's tough to be them. Yeah, I think the hard thing would be refing Game Seven. Sure. Because everything you do is you're a conspiracy be theorist. I, we we I just need to caveat the, this yeah. whole conversation. I, I am on the, a conspiracy I mean, theorist. Me and Bill kind of fall in that same little conspiracy. <laughs> like, I don't, watch out, Scott Foster. I feel like it's it's easy <laughs> to to get away with things like that and people uh, write it off. But I, why wouldn't the league want? the Warriors to win or why would like I think it's a win-win for them though like KD and Russ in the finals against LeBron again like like four years later like that's awesome that's a great storyline too I feel like when it's too predictable that's when I get into conspiracy mode right you're like of course the Warriors win um how much credit do you give Billy Donovan for the Thunder playing well in the playoffs a ton I think the way he changed the way when he when I saw how he changed the way they played defense from series to series, it was it had to be you had to give him credit for that. Yeah. I mean, looking at the way they were playing and knowing what changes to make, and they were working immediately. You, I, you had to give him credit for that. The thing about Bogut having a big game five is it's like it's not hard to figure out Bogut. Like it's harder to figure out the Steph Draymond um, tandem. But I feel like it's easy, or not easy, but easier to adjust for, for Bogut. And it's not, you know, it's easier to go him into fouls and stuff yeah. like that. Like, and, he's, and he's less be- nimble, and also, he's just like, it's easier with centers to kind of manipulate that. And yeah. when you look at the way they play, they play, the Thunder play so aggressively that you can always call or not call certain things yeah. in this series. And last night, they decided to call a lot of stuff. Like, if you look at what they were doing to Steph in OKC, when he was trying to get open, he was getting punished. They're chipping him every time. And they're, they're every he gets screen. beat up on every play. Yeah, and, you could, and you could call those, but they chose not to. And the difference was they got their ass kicked. That happened happening to Steph all season. Every team plays him so hard. I mean, the testament to his greatness that he's still... Like, he has this, the strength and the conditioning to fight through, like, basically getting beat up every game and yeah. still be amazing. Chris Paul is the one who started this. Chris Paul yeah. never, ever liked all this all. All comes back yeah. to Carolina yeah. basketball. <laughs> Chris Paul started it. Doesn't it, Tate? Uh, well, I'm looking forward to this weekend in basketball. I can't wait. I'm kind of excited for the finals to start. Like, let's just decide this thing. I feel like one thing that's been really nice is I just, like, you know, the whole season, we all assumed it would just be the Warriors and no one else would come close. Yeah. I've liked having more competitive teams. And, you know, I want the Thunder to be this competitive all the time. 
Yeah. I think the Spurs Warriors, I think it would have been six games Warriors win. And, I think the Thunder yeah. added a whole new wrinkle with them coming together. Yeah, and it just feels great to have Katie and Russ back in the spotlight, you know? Yeah, I, I yeah. love watching Russell, man. That dude is so fun to Me watch. Me too. That's And his press conferences are even more fun. Yeah, they're a great <laughs> duo. The, like they're like they're like against every it's us against the world when they're facing the media and it's beautiful. It's I also think like their friendship has like it's amazing that it's worked out with sure. just with, with two alphas like that yeah it's just it's, been great and obviously the biggest win has just been watching kd and his sneakers <laughs> <laughs> so all right thank you for listening to the ringer nba show we'll be back next week uh when our website will also be launching pretty crazy uh yeah. thanks trayvon thanks thank tate you. thanks juliet <laughs>